Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey, author of Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics and Fantastic Four Grand Design. Speaking of Jack Kirby, we're going to take a look at an epic collaboration between Jack Kirby and the great Al Williamson. But first, we invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please hit the bell icon so that we can notify you when new videos are available to mitigate that kayfabe effect, which is what happens when we put these videos out early in the morning, by early afternoon, midday. Uh, the comics that we talk about, kind of expensive on the aftermarkets of Amazon, eBay, and your online comic shops, if you could find them at all. And if you watch these videos to the very end, uh, you're going to help us grow the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel, help us reach a wider audience, and it makes us possible for us to continue bringing you these videos on a regular basis. Without further ado, man, let's take a look at, uh, I guess it's called Blast Off Comics. It's not, it's not Three Rocketeers, if you look at the Indicia. Yeah, and, and this is a collection of stories that have like previous appear, uh, previously appeared in the 50s. This is a 60s thing during kind of like that little mini comics boom of like the Silver Age, mid-60s, post-Marvel. Makes a lot of sense, man, because I did have some questions about that. And uh, how about this, dude? We were taking a look. Uh, I went down to Ides and uh, just bought complete boxes of coverless comics down mm -hmm. there. This was one of the gems in one of the yeah. boxes. Uh, so if you were a Pittsburgher, you could have got your hands on this exquisite little piece, man, for the price of one dollar. Yeah. Just didn't get a cover on right. it, but uh, who needs a cover? Even though this, Although is, this a is a pretty spectacular uh, cover. cover. Yeah. I what I like about uh, the at least the coloring of these early uh, Jack Kirby uh, Three Rocketeer stories is that uh, they almost like modeled the Battle of the Planets. Super Sentai kind of like give each guy their own color color outfit yeah. mm -hmm. uh, trope. Yeah, there's a little bit of like a Fantastic Four kind of thing too because there's Beefy Sergeant Beefy Brown who's rugged, rowdy, but a right guy. Kind of like the, the Ben Grimm kind of guy. And then there's the like generic, uh, you know, Reed Richards kind of guy. And, and, and there there is like... A, a woman who shows up in the stories later, but you know, not not one of the three rocket. And they're the three, the Fantastic Four, the yeah. three Rocketeers. Kirby would just like he would, he would drop these guys in and ha give them their specific little character trait. Almost always, it's visual, yeah. uh, where you got stocky guy, average guy, uh, male pattern baldness, <laughs> midlife crisis, homunculus scientist guy who would be cast in almost every single one of those Atlas uh, monster books from the 50s. Uh, were there more Three Rocketeer stories yeah, that there, there show up here? And um, strangely enough, we don't have the origin of the Three Rocketeer. There's a first Three Rocketeer story that's their origin. It's not in here. They um, Not too long ago, I think it was Titan put, put out a um, uh, Simon and Kirby sci-fi hardcover and that has all the the three rocketeer stories okay yeah how substantial would you with 100 pages 200 pages like how, how much of this three rocketeer stuff is out there uh yeah not i'd be surprised if it was 100 pages okay. not much. There, there's there's maybe two or three more more short episodes and the noteworthy piece about this man and the reason we're showing it off is because we're looking this is just an ad uh we are looking at jack kirby works inked by al williamson yeah i'm i'm there's one story where it, it's certainly Kirby Inc. by Williamson. I don't know. I mean, this could be. I don't know if this first story is. It could be, though. Yeah. Like, but there, there's one where, one story in here, you're going to know. There's super Williamson. odd lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very weird lines. So uh, <laughs> what happens in these comics, it's kind of, there's there's not much, 
there's not much uh, uh, obstacle or stuff that they're chasing. They're, they're, they're kind of just... They, I feel like, the, you know, this is like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. <laughs> like, okay, we could get out to space. Like, let's uh, have rock'em, sock'em robots in outer space. Right. They're, yeah, they're just having fun out in space. You know, it's kind of like... This, this is sort of a sweet spot for me because um, Sky Masters, Kirby's uh, space-themed uh, uh, sci-fi thing from around this time, uh, his comic strip, is like a little too dry for uh -huh. me. It's a little too factual. Where this is like, it's got a little bit of the goofiness that I'm looking for, you know, from a, co a comic book. So yeah, they're up there and it's like, this is the sport. They've developed a new sport up there. And yeah, it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Uh, Kirby's pulling from the pulps, so you know you got you know those pulp stories about like robot boxing. Probably, pro probably the oddest inked Kirby face I've ever seen right here, and and definitely lots of weird lines. Well, that's that like we just have never seen part of this you know squash and stretch cartooning that that occasionally pops up in, in Kirby's stuff. Starting to establish some yep. of the the Kirby foreshortening that that he will refine. In uh, in the Marvel era, and this reprint is it, done in sixty five. Yeah, it's from sixty five. So you know, um, Joe Simon is at Harvey at this point, sitting on a backlog of material. You know, old material stuff that's been published, some not published, and it's like, hey, hey, Kirby's doing some stuff. You know, over at Marvel, what what do we got? You know, here there was Space Fever also. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the but you see if you look at the whole Harvey line around this time. It is like a reaction to what's Marvel. going at Marvel, and and you got you got like the um, shield, and the Spy Man, the uh, uh, Steranko. Like Steranko kind of stops here right before he goes over to the Marvel offices. Um, but yeah, it's it's super short stories, fun, cool little sci-fi things, uh, exquisitely designed Kirby robots, and yeah, these would run in. Um, I think it was called uh, Rocket to the Moon, maybe. Yeah. Like the, uh, they'd be like, you know, in among anthologies of, of various things. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that we make. In stores now, Tom Scioli has Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, complete biography about the, the man behind the Marvel Universe in one handy bound volume, two, 300 pages worth of material there. Fantastic Four Grand Design is still on stands. That is Tom's version of the complete Fantastic Four story in one handy volume. On the racks right now is Red Room Trigger Warnings, four issues of that on your local comic shop racks at this very moment. But the Trigger Warnings trade paperback is coming out September 2022. And Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design, Monster and Madness are in your comic shops today. The single issues, 40 pages apiece, telling the complete story of the Incredible Hulk. And uh, around Christmas time comes the Treasury Edition of Hulk Grand Design with fluorescent ink on that cover. So that thing is going to stand out uh, a mile away. Now that we're done paying the bills, please support our comics. Let's get back to the video. This story... Is this Jules Pfeiffer? Um, I think so. Yeah, it reminds me so much of Jack B. Quick. This is the origin of Jack B. Yeah, Quick. Right, yeah, right. Like, yeah, like Alan Moore, absolutely. Like, like... The bits that happen here, Jack P. Quick, they like lives yeah, on some farm. Yeah, Mon Pa Kettle kind of thing. Totally, and guys would just show up and just be like, "Oh, Jack, did you, did you, you know, blow up a, a, another universe today?" Right. Yeah. Like, Jack, you got to come down into town, man. You like this new constellation of stars that you mm -hmm. created. Like, one of your stars is run, run loose in my in a China little, shop. A little farm boy who does insane super science. A know? There's no doubt that Alan Moore saw this. 
and and, and it's the, the same icon too. It's yeah. like the big gla- big round glasses and wild hair and all the whimsy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm thinking that this is Joel's fight. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it does. Great inclusion. Right. Yeah. Great inclusion. Uh, next three Rocketeers story, uh, unmistakably Williamson with some yeah. of the stuff that we're going to see in here. Mm-hmm. So like like even just this kind of thing. And and maybe when you get Williamson, you get Roy Crankle, mm-hmm. and you get Angelo Torres putting some lines on the page. Yeah, it was really interesting listening to that interview, that EC interview. And yeah. The, um, you know, you think about how this stuff leads into the Marvel work and stuff, into the Fantastic Four. So, like, pre-Fantastic Four, riding around on one of those, like, little sky bikes that they were going... With a little bit of the uh, Fantastic Car uh, vertical lift. And you got the Power Rangers colors. Yeah. It's not, like, the archetypal colors to start. Like, if you have three, I would imagine red, red, blue, yellow, mm-hmm. not green. Yeah. But yellow is such a bright, poppy color. And this is kind of an interesting sci-fi idea that they're kind of uh, in some kind of like, you know, gravitic trajectory where like, you know, all this space junk is kind of like frozen. There's there's another three Rocketeer story that's not in this issue, but where the guy is like one of them is like bound to a meteor and it's like classic classic Kirby kind of thing that he's done in Thor and New Gods. I think uh Dave Gibbons owns that yeah. piece of art and showed it yeah. off, or at least hinted to it on our shoot interview. Yeah, I remember him. him talking about that. Yeah, unmistakable. Yeah, this is the where Williamson. it's like this is Williamson. That that that's not a that's not a Kirby dinosaur. Maybe there's some Kirby skeleton to it. But right. That's you know it has all kinds of accurate lighting and mm-hmm. and modeling and stuff, and even yeah the spots I the bet spots. are uh, Williamson. This like. Those spots make me think of like his aliens in the Star Wars comics. I think about like the mushrooms in yeah. those comics. Mm-hmm. Like he put those spots, and then doing some like with a level of thought like this, with the white zips over top of of the ink piece to communicate the, the underground, uh, the underwater part of it. But then, but then you launch back into Kirby world. Yes, with that right there. Yeah, it's a beautiful marriage, similar to like the Kirby uh, Wally Wood yeah. stuff. You know, somebody who's, uh, you know, you got Kirby's nuts and bolts and like prolific imagination uh combined with somebody who can exquisitely render surfaces really fun to see man and 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 something that we we just didn't get very much of yeah uh these are like al williamson marks also man Mm -hmm. to just give you a little little noise in the background there yeah like kind of uh, getting his brush pointy you know, <laughs> getting rid of some ink to kind of get it the right. Building his balance. nightingale brush in yeah. the same way, in, as per the Dave Sim thesis of uh, Alex Raymond. And then, uh, so you get your Kirby's and up front, and then you sign it off with a couple of strong, like Williamson strips. Yeah. This strip is so interesting because whatever camera he's using for mm-hmm. for his reference, it's got a it's got a bubble lens okay, that kind of yeah. goes this way. And it's creating a situation where his his ankles on all his guys are kind of warped in. Like he's uh-huh. tracing the the photo too right too uh, accurately mm-hmm. to to the 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 image that he's tracing, and he's yeah like, it's, all, it's compressing the leg. Yeah, it, you see it time and time again on these guys. It's got to be the lens of that camera. Now, there's there's so much Williamson here, but there's something about this face that doesn't, like like the structure of the face that makes me wonder Yeah, what's not Williamson. One, once again, man, like, it, 
it's still the 50s when this stuff is created. So that's mm -hmm. the Flegels. Yeah. Crankle's touching this stuff. Crankle's probably touching these backgrounds. That sensitive line speaks Crankle to me. Angelo Torres is coming in. And I think even George Woodbridge would uh, show up every now and again, man. When Williamson talks about this era, it sounds like he was having so much fun. Yeah. Like it was just a bunch of guys hanging out drawing, you know, passing the, the art back and forth and just having a ball. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, on that EC Interviews thing, yeah. I feel like Marie Severin even corroborates that where she would just mm -hmm. be like, oh, he would just come in all sweaty, he, <laughs> carrying a baseball and one a baseball bat in one hand and his pages would be all crumbly in the, in the other hand. He was just a kid. This is like the like the gun for hire, mm -hmm. where it's like you come in, you do you do your job at like the highest possible level, and then yeah, you go play baseball. Right, such a heroic stance, man. Pointing mm -hmm. his prow right at the uh, yeah all, forward movement. All his um, uh, Alex Raymond kind of stuff, you know that that whole Raymond vocabulary. This is like prep work, man. Like so, you you don't get to do Flash Gordon, but yeah. close enough. Yeah, you're gonna do Flash Gordon, just not call him that. Exactly. And it's all the Al Williamson hits, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like cool story backgrounds, foliage, crash ships, dinosaurs, more foliage. Living his best life. <laughs> you know, some kind of vague twist ending. Not not as punchy as like the EC twist endings. But, right. You know. um, Heck of a package. Heck of a package. Something to hold on to, man. And uh, such an arresting cover. I remember seeing this, yeah, this it at, jumps out at, at a, uh, a flea market. When I was a kid in that uh, space of like buying old comics, like mm -hmm. at the flea market and a dude would not sell it to me. Like it's yeah. one of those things where he had all these comics and he's like, oh, somebody already bought those. Like he literally just did not want to sell comics to me. I, th <laughs> I think he thought that they were too good and that I was like yeah. a, a schmuck kid and would uh, disrespect yeah, per pearls it. to swine. Yeah. You, you'd like, you know, roll it up in your back pocket. And, right. Um, you know, th there were those cool sort of like non- Kirby stories in there like that Simon and Kirby science fiction book has some really great like some Wally Wood stuff like just really cool little odds and ends that I've like never seen anywhere else yeah that, that aren't Kirby or Su Simon super cool man when we cracked open those that box of comics of which we still have one more box to do an episode on where we go through the complete thing and pull out that diamond in the rough of the uh the three rocketeers Kirby Williamson collabo you knew soon it was going to become a episode sooner than later. That's just uh, too cool a marriage to not show off on uh, the cartoonist kayfabe cameras. Uh, let's get out of here. Tom, let the people know what you have out in the world. Okay, uh, read the uh, Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, the graphic biography of Jack Kirby that I did. Uh, you can check out Fantastic Four Grand Design, American Barbarian, Satan Soldier, and uh, go visit my... Uh, Patreon, go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey, and check out my uh, pop culture YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Red Room Trigger Warnings Trade Paperback hitting the stands. September 2022, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in the Red Room comics. Uh, you can get these comics at my link tree in the description below this video. You can order and pre-order current and new uh, Red Room comics. You can read everything right now today on my Patreon for three bucks. You get the archive there, more than 300 pages, close to 300 pages uh, as we speak. Uh, I am serializing strips that are not going to see print until 2023. 
Once again, it just costs three bucks. So hit up that Patreon and support the project that way. Uh, Jimmy and I have a Cartoonist Kayfabe spread shop where we have lots of merchandise, shirts, hats, fanny packs uh, that you can order and support the channel. And uh, since Jimmy is not here, Tom, please give him the marching orders so we can be on our way. Read more comics.